In this special preview episode, we're going to take a look at some of the topics that we're discussing early on in the podcast and hear from some of the people who will be joining us along the way as we answer, what even is America? Welcome to America, a history podcast. I'm Liam Heffernan, and every week we answer a different question to understand the people, the places, and the events that make the USA what it is today. To me, the United States is just a land of wonderful and depressing contradictions where both sides can exist within the same boundaries and be equally legitimate. So it's a land of great wealth and great poverty, of the American dream and a permanent underclass, of rural and urban and liberal and conservative and rich and and poor and trying to work out how all of those things fit together and exist at the same time and sometimes in the same place is just what I find so fascinating about the US. That was Dr Emma Long, one of our regular faculty members on the podcast and we're going to be joined by her a lot talking about all things law, constitution uh, that's really her bag. And and you'll notice one of the things that she really touched on was this idea that America is full of contradictions and contrasts. And that's something that's going to be a real key theme. You'll hear it in, in our earlier episodes, especially as we, we talk to Emma about, you know, what is the Constitution? What is the Supreme Court? And another episode that I think you're going to love uh, with Emma and also our special guest, John Sopel of the News Agents, is how a president's elected. And this is what John had to say when we asked him, what is America to you? America is decency, politeness, opportunity, can-do, ambition. That's when I'm feeling very positive about America. And when I'm not feeling so positive, it's division, culture wars, and wretched guns and the psychotic devotion to them that leads to so many unnecessary deaths. And any podcast about American history wouldn't really be complete without discussing gun violence. And of course, it's not just a problem in the past. It's a very, very real present day issue too. As our guest Chris Marvin explains, uh, we caught up with him to talk about uh, why are guns still legal? And Chris himself served in Afghanistan. He was wounded in combat and he now campaigns for Every Town for Gun Safety, which is one of the largest organisations in America that lobbies to end gun violence. And this is what he had to say. I think that America is opportunity. And I recognise that as a uh, white male born in the Midwest and raised in middle class economic circumstances, that means a very different thing to me than it does to other people. But my family... My, my patriarchal line that came from uh, near Ipswich in 1635 um, has climbed a lot of economic and social ladders. Um, my, my great-grandfather was a vagrant and a drunk who uh, rode the rails and had family in all over the country. And e- each generation, we have increased our uh, social and economic standing um, to the point where, you know, I, I consider myself as well off as I could be. And I recognize that place of privilege and that 
America is not automatically a place of opportunity for everybody based on where they were born and what they look like and what circumstances surround them. And so I do my best to fight for their opportunity. So I, I think America is a place where I have a chance to fight for the opportunity of other people um, who weren't given as much as I was uh, early on. So opportunity, but in a very complex way. And this idea that America is some land of opportunity for all equally is something we really dive into a lot on this podcast, as as Chris has touched on there. Someone else that talks about this sort of white privilege and, and how they've benefited from that is Robert Mays, who is host of the Athletic Football Show. He joined us for a conversation around the Super Bowl and the NFL and the sort of the importance of, of sport in American life. Um, and he had this to say. Uh, the idea of America as an imagined place, I think, is even true for some Americans. I think it, in my experience, you know, it's built around an idea, an idea driven mostly by your know, personal liberty and agency. And I think often to its own detriment, you know, the way that that obsession kind of has taken hold, whether you look at you know, the gun issues in America or just so many other things that, you know, your own liberty and your own freedom is important above all else and your ability to dictate your own future. And that's only true for a certain subsect of people. You know, my life in America has been, there have been few barriers to it because of the fact that I am a straight white man who was born into some modicum of privilege. And I think that for some people, you know, America is that place and that idea where you can have whatever you want if you work hard enough. And I think that that idea often comes with so many drawbacks because of how untrue it is for the people here at large. So I think that it's a tangled idea and it is something that people see very differently and their understanding and their lived experience of what that idea is and the filter of that idea is very, very different. And I think our inability to understand, appreciate, and construct our society around that different lived experience is something that we're still dealing with. You know, it's still a very new idea. And I think that it still comes with the entanglements of something that is still figuring itself out. And when it comes to American history, the elephant in the room has to be slavery, right? And this is something we tackle head on in one of our first episodes. Uh, we look at the the people who defended slavery and wanted to preserve the institution of slavery. And we're joined for that by Rebecca Fraser, who's going to talk to us uh, and come back a few times on this podcast. She's an expert in, in the African-American uh, enslaved experience. And we had a really good chat around what the reasons were that enabled slavery to become so embedded in the American economy um, during that time and the, the reasons why it was so hard to ban it, uh, which I think is something that's, that's really important to understand because, you know, we all talk about how abhorrent and wrong slavery is, which of course it is. And we really wanted to flip that perspective a bit and really try to understand exactly what those pro-slavery advocates were thinking. And so when I asked Rebecca what America is to her, uh, this is what she said. So America to me is an amazing mass of contradictions and complexity that was present at the very beginnings of the nation's founding and has persisted in various forms, although shifted in, in substance, I think, ever since. And it's because of that that it remains so fascinating to me as an historian. And I often um, tell my students, think about um, the fact that 
when I tell people what I do, they kind of laugh and say, well, does America have a history? But actually, even if we think about just the, the long 19th century, what a history is just immense. I would not want to study any other nation. Um, I think, you know, sort of, it's just so fascinating. Um, it's full of contradiction and, and complexity, but I think that that's why it's ripe for, because um, uh, I'm a curious person, and I think as a, as a that's one of the kind of essential um, uh, attributes of an historian, to be curious, to want to dig beneath that surface. America, the United States, has a, an awful lot of um, surface to, to excavate, I think. And I think, you know, Rebecca's really touched on something there, in that as you've probably guessed, most of us on this podcast are not American, and yet we have this fascination, which I think really endures uh, globally uh, amongst people, in that there's just so much to learn from American history from a relatively young nation. And I think that's why we're also compelled to study it and talk about it and discuss it. There's just so much there. It's a goldmine for historians. And and that sort of global interest in, in the USA is something that, that Professor Tom Smith touches on as well in his answer. Well, I suppose centrally, America has always been an imaginary place for me. You know, as much as I've spent time in America, it's 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 that sense of America as an imagined place that that I come back to. Um, whether that was as a child and I'm reading comic books, uh, watching TV, listening to music, and then as my interest in America developed, reaching back further into the 19th century, framing it around um, certain writers, certain places, certain moments, uh, and now. At the moment, I'm particularly interested in the ways in which America has been experienced by people outside of America, imagining America across the Atlantic, Americans coming to England. But it is that sense of America as a as a place that is constructed out of of, of a whole a whole host of of imaginary elements, as well as being a very real place. Uh, I think that's that's always what what America is meant to me. And you can really get a sense here in the sort of the themes that are coming up that will come up a lot in this podcast is this this idea of the you know the lived experience of Americans versus the American dream of America as this sort of imagined place you know versus the reality of being there and America is this sort of land of contradiction you know yes it is a land of opportunity but possibly more opportunity for Caucasian people it is a land of the free if you don't consider slavery you know it's this country that is constantly learning from its mistakes and writing history as it goes. So I want to wrap up with Jonathan Mitchell. He's also a, a professor at the University of East Anglia, and he, he talks a lot to us about pop culture. And we had a really good discussion, as you'll hear, about how accurate Forrest Gump is. And, you know, that really takes us on a whistle-stop tour of the 20th century in America. And I feel like this is a good place to, to wrap up this preview episode um, in just how... John describes what America means to him. America has always fascinated me because it it has produced much negativity. I suppose, particularly in terms of gender, sexuality, uh, it, it has so much kind of homophobic rhetoric and very ideas of machismo attached to itself. But at the same time, it's still the place that has given us so much work in terms of feminism, queer theory, queer activism, AIDS activism. 
So it, it's it's a country that has it, it has a lot of zeal, a lot of energy, and sometimes that energy is put into I think what I would call negativity, and sometimes often it's put into positivity. It's just always fascinated me as this kind of ideal concept as well of how do we you know how do we make the world different or whatever it was in the 16th, 17th century, 18th century. How do we make the world better? How do we make the world different? You know, okay, probably hasn't succeeded, at least not you know kind of way we might think. But I think the idea of, of being able to do that, uh, I, I think is quite exciting. The results of that experiment, I think, have been exciting. So there you go. That is your preview of Things to Come on America, a history podcast. I'm Liam Heffernan, and of course... You can follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, You can also follow the show notes to our website, or you can drop us a tweet if you happen to be on Twitter, at American Studies. Don't forget, we launch in full on July 4th, so share, follow, listen now, tell your friends, and we look forward to seeing you there.